Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You can't miss Canty and Carlin. Pound for pound. The biggest show on ESPN radio. We learned a lot about the Cowboys last night, but we may have learned even a little bit more about the Giants. It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That's your Dr. Pepper call-in line. Daniel Jones was under fire throughout the course of the night. Micah Parsons did not ever actually get to him, but he came close a couple of times. Man, he absolutely leveled the right guard (laughs) of the New York Giants on his way to hitting Daniel Jones. That was absolutely incredible. And you could tell in that game, Michael Parsons was not 100%. Yes, You knew he was under the weather, and we heard reports that he had to miss practice time because of an illness. He was clearly being impacted. He wasn't 100%, and yet he still found a way to harass the quarterback and create pressures. But I thought the most important thing that Michael Parsons did, Carlin, was take the focus of the Giants' offensive line and put it on him, which allowed other guys like Demarcus Lawrence and Dorrance Armstrong to eat last night. Yeah, and and look, Demarcus finished finished with three, three yeah. sacks uh, on the night. And Cowboys look- had five sacks as a team, and they had 12, count them, 12 quarterback hits. Oof. Daniel Jones a little sore this morning, bro. He is. Yeah. He is. And Chris, look, the Giants, this is just such a bizarre situation. The team in the NFL with the most money tied up in their wide receivers is the New York Giants. And That's incredible, isn't it? It is. In terms of the percentage of the salary cap that the wide receiver position is taken up, Giants receivers are allocated 17% of the Giants cap in 2022 which is number one in the National Football League. You know who number two is? I do. The L.A. Chargers. Oh, I thought it was the New England Patriots. No, the L.A. Chargers are number two. Okay. Yeah, in terms of percentage of salary cap dollars allocated to the receiver position. There's a little bit of a difference between the L.A. Chargers receivers and the New York Giants receivers, wouldn't you say? I, I would. I would. And that's why it was it was almost as absurd, because I know the Patriots are up there. Yeah. Uh, but having said that, Chris... Kenny Galladay is just a non-factor. They can't get him out of town quick enough right now. Mm -hmm. His cap hit for this year is $21 million. If they were to just flat out cut him, the dead money, $35.6 million. Carlin, no gun, no mask, put the money in the bag. (laughs) I saw Damian (laughs) Woody put it on Twitter last night. He said, Kenny Galladay, all ski mask team. Yeah. I mean, that, that, I mean, he is absolutely robbing the Giants. But here's the bigger issue with that: and, and Dave, you know Gettle, Dave Gettleman signed him in free agency to be the number one receiver for Daniel Jones because he's trying to answer the question of whether or not he's got a franchise quarterback. And it's hard to do that when you don't have a receiver that can dictate front and coverage. And that is the bind that Joe Shane and Brian Dable are in right now. Well, how, how do you figure out what you got with Daniel Jones when you got this? shell of a receiving core. Well, you know what else he did? He also went out and drafted Kadarius Tony, 
who is a non-factor as well. How's that working out? The guy can't even get snaps on the field. You got David Sills the fifth and Richie James getting snaps. Exactly. (laughs) Those dudes are getting snaps over Kadarius Toney. We know the Jaguars play in Jacksonville, but there's a couple of Jags right there, as in just a guy. No question about it, man. And that's the sad state of affairs for the Giants. How can you figure out what Daniel Jones can be if you have this receiving core? And here's, here's the thing I will say about that, Carlin. Because it reminds me of something Coach Parcells used to say all the time. If I got to keep asking the question, eventually I'm going to land on the answer being no. I have the answer already, and I think it's no. But let's be fair here from one standpoint. So many times now, and and without getting too far into the weeds, when you're drafted high as a quarterback, you're drafted high because the team stinks. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to walk in the door and be awesome automatically So there's a chance that the team stinks for a second consecutive year, and then your coach is going to get fired. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to have a new offensive coordinator, uh, the third in three years having come from college. So you've got all different kinds of mitigating circumstances there. It's easier now than ever before to ruin a quarterback. Now, Daniel Jones, to me, has never stayed healthy enough, and that is the single biggest reason that he is not the guy for the Giants long term. I can I can point to other things. I can point to last night one of the most god awful sacks I've ever seen somebody take when he when he's trying to get outside and trying to make something happen and he just he will not get rid of the football and it's yeah. maddening at this juncture when you're this far into your career but Chris or he'll get rid of the football and get an intentional grounding penalty. Yes. I mean which is also something that can happen. It, it, that was the other thing. Like there's nobody in the area, and he's ten yard. He throws the ball ten yards behind the line of scrimmage. It's so easy to see, and and so if you're still asking the question right now, I would take it a step further than what you were saying about Bill. You don't want to see the answer, mm-hmm. and and the Giants, the Giants know. Joe Shane knows. Brian Dable knows. They don't have the guy. Well, here's the problem. When I turn on the games and I watch Daniel Jones play, there's this frenetic energy. And even though we saw he had some production in the run game yesterday, that was welcome because the Giants needed that to convert on some key third downs. It it just doesn't seem like he operates the offense with any degree of confidence. None. And, and, and that affects the rest of that unit, Carl, and they take their cues from him. I keep saying it all the time. The quarterback spot is a leadership position by nature. And if you have your leader out there running around like Daniel Jones is, how are you going to have any efficiency in what you're doing as an offense? How are you going to have any consistency in what you're doing as an offense? So the lack of receiver production aside, that's a big part of this too. Like, some of the things that we talk about with Jalen Hurts, it's not just the production on the field. It's the leadership intangibles. Those guys in Philly believe because of how Jalen Hurts approaches his job and how he performs when he's under center. You don't get that sense from the Giants offense when you watch him play with Daniel Jones as the quarterback. Not at all. Not at all. And and even more so, I mean, Kirk Cousins looks at Daniel Jones and says, that guy sucks in prime time. But here's the, He's prob- but here's the problem that I have, Carlin, with yeah. where the Giants are at. They're behind the Dallas Cowboys when it comes to the quarterback spot. Mm-hmm. They're behind the Philadelphia Eagles when it comes to the quarterback spot. Mm-hmm. They're about where the Washington Commanders are. Yeah. And yet Daniel Jones was the quarterback before Jalen Hurts got the starting job in Philly. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Yeah. 
Yeah. In terms of the development of their quarterback and in terms of the development of their overall What's program. The, what, They're ahead of you, and they started their rebuild after you. How does that work? It works when you don't have the guy and when you have to ride it out for a couple of years, and then you go through a transition. The previous guy is doing everything in a desperate fashion to try to save his own job. Yep. We're being real. That's what it was. Kenny Galladay is on this team because Dave Gettleman just got way too desperate in the end. Yeah. And then, I mean, they were talking about trading Kadarius, Tony, this offseason with the new regime because they couldn't stand up right away. Yeah. They're trying to scare him into actually doing something. I'll tell you. The, the Giants are that team that is this year, they're not going to be awful. And but that's, and that's, but that's, but that's the problem, though, yeah. Carlin. No, that's but, the problem. The problem is they won't be awful because they have a competent head coach, right. which means they won't have their pick of the quarterbacks in the 2023 draft class. And that is the issue. Not to say that they can't find a guy because they're projecting as many as six quarterbacks being drafted in the first round. But you're probably going to be out of the Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud lottery. And that could be a problem based on where this team is at right now. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Triple Eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. And we know that Joe Judge had a part in ruining Daniel Jones. I mean, eh, Yes, he did. Yes. A part. Yes. Yes. Yes, he did. Uh, is he about to ruin another quarterback named Jones? Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Canty and Carlin. Think what you want. The New England Patriots are in big trouble for their season. And it's not just Mac Jones. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. First of all, let's hear the very latest from Mac Jones uh, on his ankle injury, which is a high ankle sprain, as we know, and he is expected to miss multiple games. Yeah, I'm just kind of taking it day to day and uh, making sure everything's good. And honestly, any injury questions are Coach Belichick's thing. So I'm not here to answer them. I appreciate everyone kind of reaching out and, and looking after me. But 
it's kind of just a day-to-day thing and um, just trying to get better. Okay, so it's a it's a Coach Belichick thing. So here's Mike Reese of ESPN NFL Nation covering the Patriots asking Coach Belichick about the injury. Based on the information you do have, um, do you anticipate him being on injured reserve? Mike, I just answered that question. I, I know you have some information. I'm, I know you're getting more information, but I suppose based and on until, what you have right now. Yeah, and until we get more information, I'm not going to speculate wildly on what it would or wouldn't be. Yeah, so we have no answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they were saying that the injury was significant enough that some players would have surgery, but the medical professionals yep. in New England are exploring all options to see whether there was an alternative to the surgery. So... We'll have to wait and see, but I'm sure that we're going to have an answer in in the next week or so. But until then, you're talking about it being Bailey Zappi or Brian Hoyer as the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots, and I'm not sure that either one of them is going to give them a snowball's chance in hell going up against the Green Bay Packers in week four. Well, I, I actually am sure, and they're not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think there's any reason to. Yeah. Now, listen, I, you know, Bailey Zappi's interesting, but we know Brian Hoyer – I mean, we've seen that just too many times. Yeah, exactly. So there's there's no reason to be optimistic about that situation. Having said all that, Chris, I I think the Patriots, even with a healthy Mac Jones, uh, their season would be in real peril to me to begin with. I mean, Mac Jones didn't get hurt until the last play of the game the other day. Yeah. So when I look at what they have in front of them, it's not murderer's row, but I don't think that they're all that good to begin with, so I can't sit here and point to games and say win, 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 even when they have the likes of, you know, Detroit and Cleveland and Chicago and the Jets and Indianapolis after they've got Green Bay. They may not be atrocious, but I, I don't think this is a team that is truly capable of winning more than six to seven games if Matt Jones were healthy. Well, not if they continue to give the ball away at the rate that they're doing that. That was Carl, alarming Carlin, the other day. Carlin, they got eight giveaways on the season. Yeah, And four of them came in the game against the Ravens on Sunday, and you could go ahead and say it, it was five because they had a turnover on downs. So, I mean, if you keep having those those types of turnovers, those types of self-inflicted wounds, it's going to be hard for this team to overcome that because this is not a roster that you would say is overly talented. So when I look at this situation, yeah, they're in desperation mode because Mac Jones at least – you could say last year you gave them competent quarterback play. You weren't getting them from, getting that from him this year, and now you're talking about a lesser player at the quarterback position. No matter what direction they turn to, and you still have an offense that's prone to turnovers and a team that's not capable from a talent standpoint of being able to roll their helmet out there and beat other squads. Well, when you consider all of this, and when you look at what they have in front of them. The worst thing that they can be is a six or seven win team. That's the worst thing that they could be. The Patriots, Chris, I think, are in the position where they need to be really. They need to be really bad. Yeah, they need to shut this down. I do. They feel like anything other than middle of the road right now. They at best, if things went incredibly well, how many? Let's just say everything went perfectly the rest of this season. How They're many games nine, did they win? Nine-win team? Nine at the, nine at and eight. the best. Nine and eight, yeah. I can if see If they that. did not have the injury, yep. and if they had everything else break perfectly, Well, they were ten and seven. They, they were 10 and 7 last year, right? Yeah. And they're not markedly better. They didn't make a move where I said, okay, that's going to put this team over the top. Nope. I didn't see that. And so this is going to be a work in progress. And, uh, you know, 
We have questions about the quarterback in Mac Jones, too. Carlin, I get that he made a Pro Bowl in his rookie year, but he seems like he's a limited player, and based on all the other quarterbacks that you're going to have to beat in the AFC, I'm not sure that this is going to be the guy long-term to get it done. I think the Patriots have some things that other teams could use, and I would think about unloading a little bit come the deadline. The way things shape up right now, I know that's not the Belichick so, way. So, so you're going to treat this like the the baseball trade deadline. Like if you're out of it, you're going to go ahead and ship off pieces. Can I can I ship away two or three things and get some picks? I I, I think I could. I think I, I could absolutely do that. But, but what do you want to give away? You're not giving away Magadon. No, you're not giving him away. No, I'm not giving him away. Uh, do would teams have interest in Damian Harris? I think so. Would teams have interest in, in Jacoby Myers or Nelson Aguilar if they needed a, a good third or a decent second? I think teams I think would might. have interest in the tight ends, but you're not giving those guys yeah. away. You're not giving them away. Well, I'm, not not saying, g- I'm not saying a fifth-round pick. Could I get yeah. a third-round pick for Jonu Smith or, or Hunter Henry? I mean, yeah, I'm sure you could, but Here, I mean, do you want to do you want to move on from those guys? But where are you going with them right now? You're not where? going. You're not going anywhere with them. But I think that those guys can be a part of what you're building in the future. Now, do you consider moving on from a guy like Dev McCourty? There are going to be a lot of teams that would love to have safety help. Yeah, defensive backs are at a premium in this league, and we see teams more and more use three safety packages. Dev would have value. I just don't know that Bill Belichick would make that kind of move because of how good of a player and a leader Dev McCourty has been yeah, in his locker room. But uh, that would be a discussion that Belichick and McCourty would have together. But that's what I'm that saying. Would be like a big you're, one. you're right. They have pieces that other people would want. Right. I don't think this team is going anywhere this year. But it'd be interesting to see how this organization charts a path forward when you also consider that you do have a head coach slash GM that's in his early 70s and is a lot closer to the end than he was at the beginning. Chris, it might be time to put a bow on this thing up in New England. But that's my point. If yeah. you're going to push the reset button and strip this thing down this year, yeah. then you're probably talking about a succession plan for Bill Belichick well, as but, well. But let's let's spend a half a minute on that for a second. I don't get the impression that Bill's ready to pack it in. He might not be, but he can go and be the GM and the front office guy and let somebody else be the head coach. If you want your family to be, you want Steve Belichick to be continue to be involved, you want Gerard Mayo to continue to be on the defensive side of the ball, you still got love for Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, that's the way you can do it. Go be the GM, let somebody else be the head coach, and make sure that that head coach is amenable to you keeping your lieutenants in the organization. That's how you would have to do it. This is the direction that they need to go in because this team is going nowhere fast without the injury. Without the injury. Even though they were in that game the other day, they, they, really, they really weren't in that game. They were yes. not in that game the other day. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on ESPN Plus. Oh, my friends, what's going on in Dallas? It gets more and more intriguing by the day. You have got to hear the comments from Jerry Jones. How many times a week do I say that? You have got to hear the comments from Jerry Jones about the quarterback situation in Cooper Rush right now. That's next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Canton and Carlin. Cooper Rush is going to join Roger Staubach and Jason Garrett as the only Cowboy quarterbacks in history to win their first three starts. You want to get off in the division on the right foot. You know, this is kind of what we want to do. We want to come in here, you know, with division game is what it's about. Look, Jerry said he wanted to have a quarterback controversy because it meant that Cooper Rush would be playing well. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear. We don't have a quarterback controversy. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Cooper Rush is, I'll tell you what, he's doing a great job. A great job to have this team where they are right now because dopes like me thought they were dead in the water when they lost Dak at the end of week one and they were 0-1. I thought the season was over. And then you start to hear, well, Dak may not be done for the year or 10 weeks. It may only be four or five weeks. And can Mm -hmm. you stay afloat with Cooper Rush? Well, they've done better than stay afloat. Yeah, They have won these games. And as you just heard, he's won his first three starts in his career now, and that's impressive. But then you've got the Dak factor. Dak telling Lisa Salters yesterday that, he wouldn't rule himself out for next week. Mm-hmm. And you got Cooper playing better. While there's not a quarterback controversy, it is pretty clear that there's no reason whatsoever for Dak to be rushed back into the lineup when we have established that at the very least, Cooper Rush can give you a chance to win a game. There's no reason whatsoever to, to adjust the timeline, move it up sooner to rush him back into the lineup. Until Dak Prescott is 100% healthy and or the Dallas Cowboys start losing games, Cooper Rush should be the starter of this team. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why you should rush Dak back into the lineup just because he says to Lisa Salters before Monday Night Football that he's going to be ready for the Commanders in Week 4. I, I'm not taking my cues from Dak Prescott. I'm taking my cues from the medical staff, from the athletic trainers, but then also gauging the state of my team and Cooper Rush has shown himself to be a competent quarterback Carlin last night against the blitz happy New York Giants defense led by Wink Martindale their defensive coordinator Cooper Rush was 10 of 15 for 122 yards a touchdown to CeeDee Lamb to cap off the game and a 96.3 quarterback rating or QBR that 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 was his numbers against the blitz what that tells me is this is a guy that's familiar with the system understands what to do with the football. He's not going to put it in harm's way. No turnovers. The offensive line held up in pass protection. No sacks. It's efficient football, Carlin. And the Dallas Cowboys averaged 6.4 yards per play. 
For context, league average is five and a half yards per play. Mm -hmm. It's pretty damn good. And here's the great part about where the Cowboys are at with their offense. That's not supposed to be the strength of the team. It's the defense. That's your identity. You got a top 10 defense. You got the best pass rush in the NFL. Ride out with that. Let that be what wins games for you, and let your offense be a complement to that. What I saw in terms of the offensive game plan from Kellen Moore lends itself to making sure that you don't put your defense in any adverse circumstances. You play ball control with the run game, take shots downfield with play action, recognize that punt is a good play, and then when you have opportunities in the scoring area, you take advantage of them. And it should stay this way moving forward even when Dak is back. In the style of play, correct? I absolutely agree with you 100%. Well, see, I worry about that. I worry about that changing a little bit. Let's listen to Jerry Jones earlier today, 105.3 The Fan, in one of his eight radio shows he does a week and 15 interviews, talking about Cooper Rush and the job that he has done. He's uh, certainly uh, playing as well as anybody could have expected. And uh, I'm real impressed with his protection. I'm very impressed with the running game that he's working behind. Uh, All of those things, he would be the first to tell you, uh, make his job uh, uh, that or his uh, uh, good play attainable. But I don't want to take anything away from him. Uh, There's no question uh, he understands this offense. He uh, has got the makeup uh, for top uh, top quarterback, and I underline the word makeup for a top quarterback. Yeah, it, Jerry says in the middle of it, I don't want to take anything away from him, but all he does in that comment from top to bottom is take it away from him. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, he says, I'm impressed with the protection. I'm impressed with the run game. He's playing as well as could be expected. He'd be the first to tell you that he couldn't do all of this without those things. And his makeup is terrific, and I want to stress makeup. Not abilities, makeup. So here's what I'm hearing. Please tell me if I'm wrong, if I'm interpreting anything poorly here. He's still dying to get Dak back on the field because he feels like the clock's ticking a little bit on mm-hmm. Cooper mm-hmm. and that this is going to end at some point. And what I worry about is that while they should be playing this style when Dak comes back, the second it goes awry, he's going to go the other way with it. And I'm paying this dude $40 million a year. Go win me some football games. Yeah, but the way you're going to win football games this year is going to be through your defense and your offense being more of a ball control outfit that's only asking the quarterback to make a handful of throws every game is probably where you need to live. Last night, the Dallas Cowboys held the ball for over 32 minutes. You know who that helps out? Your defense, it Mm -hmm. keeps those pass rushers fresh. When you ain't got to be out on the field all the time, you got a lot more juice when it comes to being able to hunt the quarterback. And think about this, Carlin. You're talking about 16 pressures, 12 quarterback hits, and five quarterback sacks against the New York Giants offensive line. That that is tremendous pass rush production. But you're not going to get that when those guys are on the field for 35 minutes, Mm -hmm. which is what happens when you throw a lot of incompletions because you're trying to force the ball downfield. So what I'm saying is the Dallas Cowboys need to stay with the game plan that we saw last night, running out multiple tight end formations rather than going with this 11 personnel spread look. Carlin, last night, 
The Dallas Cowboys had tight ends, multiple tight ends on the field, 44% of the time. In week one, when Dak Prescott was the starter, they only had multiple tight ends on the field, 18% of the snaps. There was a clear difference in what they did. They had the multiple tight ends, which dictated some of the coverage looks. The Giants dropped an extra safety in the box. That means you got one-on-one coverage outside. Guess what? You're asking Cooper Cooper Rush to read two-man route combinations. It's easy to see the field when you only got two receivers and a running back leaking out late for a check down. I know where to go with the football. It ain't complicated. That's how you have the kind of performance we saw from him last night where he was 21 or 31. That's what the Dallas Cowboys need to do when Dak Prescott comes back. And here's the other thing that I love about this. When you lean into the offensive line being able to run the football, first of all, those guys can be more aggressive going forward than they can going backwards. But it also sets up opportunities for explosive plays and play action. Well, and that and that to me is how you're going to take advantage of the money you're paying Dak Prescott. You'll get your explosive plays that way. It ain't gonna come by going with eleven personnel and ten personnel, three and four wide receivers on the field at the same time. That ain't it. Not with this Cowboys team. What's so funny about this is all through training camp, he's telling us as Zeke goes, we go. And I, I just. Maybe maybe I read too far into things. I feel like Jerry resents the fact that he's paying Dak Prescott $40 million a year. and He may resent the fact, but he's going to feel even worse about it, Carlin, if this team doesn't compete for a championship. And what I laid out is their formula for success. Yeah, I agree. So he might not like the fact that he has a $40 million quarterback that's only dropping back to throw the ball 25 to 30 times. But if that's how you, who you got to be to hold up the Lombardi trophy, then so be it. And if you're Mike McCarthy, you let the owner say whatever the hell he wants to say. But you know that if you don't get it done this year, meaning get this team to a conference championship or to a Super Bowl, they're going to fire your ass. So you might as well go down doing it a way that you think has a chance to be successful. And to me, that's defense, that's run game, Play action passing. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. I don't know if you realize this, but if you paid attention last night, you uh, you made some money. You made some money. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's see if we can make you some more tonight. That's next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Canty and Carlin. Let me ask you a question. What's up? You have a bad first date. Have you had bad first dates? Oh, yeah. Plenty Plenty of bad first dates. Um... And I'm not saying that this has to be the case for everybody because I get that a lot of people would 
go different ways with it. Yeah. I have had plenty of bad first dates, <laughs> plenty of which were my fault. Uh, but the one thing I never, ever would think to do would be to ask for money back for something that I, if I had paid for a meal. Uh-huh. A guy who was on Hinge went on a date with a woman at Chipotle. Mm-hmm. And as he put it, she got steak and guac in the burrito. So that was high end. Okay. <laughs> All right. It was clear toward the end of the date, not going to be a second date. Why? I, why wasn't there going to be a second date? Yeah. Well, I think we could start with the fact that it was burritos for the first date to begin with. You know. Okay. And I listen, I'm a Chipotle guy, but, you know, we, yeah. we can do a little better, I think. But he uh, called her after the fact. And ask for the money back for the $12 burrito. Stop yourself, dude. Stop yourself. First of all, I don't have a problem with Chipotle. Can you Venmo me? No, here's the thing. I don't have a problem with Chipotle as the first date if she agreed to it, though, Carlin. That's fine. If yeah, she you're agreed right. to right. it. I mean, the time right. that she's taking Listen, out of the time that, that she's taking matter. out of her life is worth more than the twelve dollars. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so, it doesn't matter where you go. You either yeah. have a connection or you don't. I sure yeah, you're right. Exactly. I'm not judging. But, but, I'm not but judging be, that. But, but, but to be so petty. As to ask for the twelve bucks back when it became apparent that you're not going to get a second date. Come on, you got to chill out, bruh, bruh. You and, have to eat the cost. Yes, it's and I've what always it is. respected it when uh, people want to split the date. Absolutely, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I, I always offer to pay first. Yeah, I do too. Always, I do too. And it says something to me when the lady that I would be taking out once upon a time because I'm married now, but the mm-hmm. lady would say, "Do you want me to split the bill with you?" Mm-hmm. Like that, that to me is like, hmm, I got it, but I appreciate that's you offering. That's a magnanimous gesture. I, I Thank appreciate you, you offering yep. that. Yeah, that, that's a chance that you might get a second date in another nice meal. And I because also, of that. and I also know that for every atrocious first date I've ever had, it has never been to the point where I would say, I'd like the money back. I don't care yeah. how bad things are for me financially. Yeah. I can't. I can't, I mean, yeah, the money back is ridiculous. Like, I mean, it's a part of your entertainment cost going out on a date, right? So you just build it into your budget yeah. like that. It's yeah. like it's like you going to pay for a movie or you going to play a round of golf. This is just what it costs to entertain yourself. And if you just so happen to make a connection and find a soulmate, even better. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin. As we said, if you were listening yesterday at the time every day when we give you the play of the day, which is right now, you made some money. Yesterday, we gave you the Cowboys in a parlay, plus one and a half. Noah Brown, over 44 and a half yards receiving. He believe, I believe he finished north of 50. He did. And Daniel Bellinger, the giant tight end. Of Las Vegas, Nevada fame. Correct. Over eight and a half yards receiving, which was... I mean, you talk about your Lockadinis. Oh man, that horse came through for us last night. What, At, did, it, what did that first parla- quarter? What did that parlay get you? That was a uh, the the odds on it were plus five twelve. 
Wow. Five seventeen. Five seventeen. Wow. So if you put ten dollars down, you won fifty one dollars and seventeen cents. Nice. Yeah. So that was a good little payoff. Yeah. You get that, a little little lunch money. Right. So that leads us to tonight. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money. The smell of wealth. It's Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. Let's keep it simple. And uh, listen, it's been a few days. He's been sitting on 61. So let us, or sitting on 60. 60. Yep. Yep. Let us uh, bring into Aaron Judge once again. Bring you to Aaron Judge once again. And we go to Caesar Sportsbook. There's a slight boost on it, plus 190 to hit a home run tonight. All rise. Let's go. All rise. It's got to happen this week. Yeah, it does. It's going to happen this week, and it might as well happen in Toronto. I get that people want it to happen in Yankee Stadium, but maybe the pressure of the home crowd being off might just be with the doctor order, or in this instance, the judge. So tonight's play, Aaron Judge to hit a home run, plus 190. Sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it's the best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. Phoenix Suns had media day like uh, most NBA teams right now. Uh, Speaking out for the first time, some of their players uh, checking in on the Robert Sarver situation. Devin Booker speaking about it for the first time. Here he is. It's tough for me because, you know, that's not the, the Robert Sarver that I know. Um, it's not the Robert Sarver that welcomed me to Phoenix with open arms. Um, but at the same time, I'm not, you know, insensitive to everybody that's involved in this situation. You know, and I understand everybody's personal experience with other people are, are always going to be different. Um, but it's tough to read because that's not the person I know. Well, it's pretty clear that this was the person that, while a lot of people didn't know him, the person that existed. Yeah, this is what it is, and unfortunately for Devin Booker, this is a situation where, you know, what Robert Sarver represented to him or presented to him was not who he was to folks that worked in the business operations in the front office, and and that's the reality of where we're at with the Phoenix Suns, and I'm glad that we finally gotten to a point where NBA stars have applied pressure to the point where Robert Sarver is selling the team, um, I can't blame Devin Booker for not knowing that this was going on with Robert Sarver, but the minute that the NBA and the Phoenix Suns launched this investigation, we knew that there was something wrong here because NBA governors, uh, they don't call themselves owners, governors, they don't want to do this to one of their own. And no. the fact that they, they ended up going down this road lets you know that there was something amiss within that organization. The Phoenix Suns players said once upon a time that they were going to reserve judgment until the findings of the investigation came out. Well, that happened a couple of weeks ago, and I'm sure they're digesting it with the rest of the other people that got the information, but one conclusion is certain. There is no place for Robert Sarver in the NBA. Nope. Period. And thankfully, that situation has grown to build that pressure so that he will be out. Yes. Enjoy that. Next, Ken Dorsey addressed that viral video where he is tearing up the coaching box, uh, called it a playoff atmosphere, a lot of credit to Miami. We weren't on the winning end, so it was frustrating, and that's something that I'm definitely going to learn from. So Tom Brady was asked about it by award-winning, hard-hitting journalist Jim Gray on the Let's Go podcast and uh, asked about his own uh, 
viral meltdown that had happened a week earlier. I thought it was pretty impressive. No, I've been mad. That was he was that was a lot of anger in that, and it was impressive. I it looked like a little trademark infringement based on my prior week. <laughs> so I got to maybe send a cease and desist to Ken. But I like the passion, Ken. Keep it up. Bills are always trying to do what you do, aren't they? That's right. And I'm not the only adult uh, in the entire league that's throwing temper tantrums. So thank you, Ken, for taking me off the hook. <laughs> I love that. The Bills are always trying to do what you do. <laughs> love that nugget right there. That well, that's was what awesome. you get when you hire Jim Gray. That's, that's that was the very that, best. No, that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> no, but uh, listen, the raw emotion that we saw in the booth with Ken Dorsey, I'm here for it, man. Like, I love when you see coaches have that kind of passion for the game. And that was a frustrating moment for the Buffalo Bills. Yep. Absolutely. I do think that uh, it was there's there's comedy in it. There's pain in it. And there's also some childishness in it. So it really covered all the bases. It for me. sure did. It, <laughs> sure, it was highly entertaining. Finally, and this is some big news to a couple of people on the show in particular. Hugh Jackman will play Wolverine once again. In Deadpool 3, Ryan Reynolds teased the news in a video which also revealed the logo for the film and a release date, September 6, 2024. Our own Ryan Matlack has already gone online to try to purchase tickets. There we go. I'm loving it. Hugh Jackman, after saying he wasn't going to play Wolverine anymore, coming back in this role, Carlin, it just made me think of all the other actors that I wish that would reprise their roles in highly successful films. Like, the one that was top of mind is Chris Tucker as Smokey and Friday. They wanted you yeah. for the next installment of it, which would have been called Last Friday. And I don't know, because you want to be taken seriously as an actor, you don't want to do it. Come on, Chris Tucker. I needed you in that role. We wanted you in that role. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Did I miss the Golden Globe that he's won since? I wow. Mean, I mean, wow. Chris. Shady, shady, Chris, shady. come on, man. Just, just. Honestly, what what it's about to me is embracing who you are. Yeah. Is there somebody that you want to reprise a role that hadn't jumped back into it? Oh, the other one, Christian Bale. How could Christian Bale bail on being Batman? This is the thing. I don't understand it. The the films won. It was highly successful. Why all of a sudden you don't want to be Batman no more, bro? Christian Bale was the best Batman. And I love Michael Keaton in the original Christian Bale was the best Batman. This latest this latest Batman that we got, uh I don't know. Yeah. That need to go somewhere. Robert Pattinson. I yeah. don't know who that was. He can he can kick rocks with an that's open toe. For, that's he a, can kick rocks with an open toe shoe. Yeah, that's the kid from uh, Twilight. Yeah. I don't know. I also think that Val Kilmer was incredibly underrated. Chris Canty and Chris Carlin are Canty and Carlin. Don't miss them weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. Robert Half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.